high rough maneuvers. It's okay, Willie. High rift maneuver. High rift maneuvers. Bullshit episode. Initializing. It's setting up. Everything's broken. Broken. Is it all right? Yeah, it's fine. All right, fantastic. So, uh, yeah, here's a fun story. Tells you a little bit about me, right? <laughs> okay. All right. G.I. Joe. The 1987 animated movie is being released for the first time in theaters tomorrow night. What? Yeah. Uh, Do you want to go? I'm already going. That's what I'm talking about. All right, here we go. So I found Duke out dies about in this. That, remember? What? Duke dies. Remember? No, he comes back at the end. They like they like sugarcoated it at the end, where he's like, "Oh, Duke pulled through," because the here's okay for the same reason that it went that it's never been in theaters, right? It, it was made to go in the theaters back in 1987. And I remember just renting it. Yeah, because they went straight to video. And I had it on VHS when I was a kid. I watched it a bunch of so times. Good. But it went straight. This is going to be all shitty. Anyway, the previous year, they released Transformers in theaters. Yeah. And it did not do well at the box office. Really? It's a great movie. And I'm pretty sure it's because in the first 10 minutes, Optimus Prime, Prime dies. <laughs> and so like all the kids that saw it opening weekend told all their friends that Optimus Prime died. And nobody wanted to go see it after that. They weren't ready. So the next year, G.I. Joe didn't get released in theaters. And at the end, they end up not killing Duke. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure. I mean, granted, I have No, he fucking dies. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you tomorrow night when I go he see gets the movie again. A fucking snake through the chest. Yeah. No. Yes. And then he gets he was Serpentor. Or at something? the end of the movie, it's like and Duke pulled through. Like he's fine. I'm pretty sure, dude. Unless it's some other character. But all right. So anyway, so I found out that for the 35th anniversary, they're going to be releasing the movie for the first time in theaters right so i immediately like go online find the nearest theater that's gonna have it and i have to drive 45 minutes to epping <laughs> and i buy a ticket right i'm like yeah i don't care because i get really excited over shit so i think other people are also excited so a couple of weeks ago i was talking to my friend mike about it and he, he's like, oh, what theater? And so then he goes online to buy a ticket, and he just starts laughing. And I was like, what? And he says, I'm going to assume that you're sitting in uh, CE5. <laughs> and I was like, why? He's like, that's the only seat I can't buy. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm the only person who bought a ticket like to this. Maybe until tomorrow night. I don't know. But it's hilarious, I think. What time? It's at seven o'clock in Epping, and I'm driving like I'm dropping baby girl off. At I want to go basketball. My plans for tomorrow also got canceled. So. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was like, I can't. I like, have no joy in my life. I can't right come now. and get you. You. Have I to... will fucking meet you there. No, that's cool. All right, yeah, that's the only thing. Like, this is not your responsibility. Okay. Because that was the same thing I was talking to Mike. He's like, oh, can I come? And I was like, well, I have like a super busy schedule and I'm going to be like driving straight there. He's like, well, can I just meet you there? I was like, are you asking me for permission to watch a movie in a public theater? Because that's really weird. Why are you asking me that? Dude, I'm so pumped. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Hell yeah. Look it up. It's at uh, O'Brien Cinema. Okay. You might have to buy a ticket so that we sit next to each other. Do it for me and I'll just send you the money. <sighs> what is it? Like. 15 bucks? I, I don't know. I'll look it up after this. Remind me. But I'll totally I'm not going to do it right now. It's fine. I'll do it after this. Cool. Okay. G.I. Joe, the movie. Real American Hero. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and animated. they introduce a whole bunch of like characters in that one. Well, yeah, for the same reason. They did a similar thing the year before in for Transformers because they didn't and I think well, there was the ne next generation which is they well, were introducing was that, that. But there like, was also partly because like they these TV actors they get paid a TV salary, 
And then if you ask them to now voice characters for a movie, they want more money because it's a movie. Sure. So they want to get lesser known voice actors so they don't have to pay them as much. So they just cast new characters. <laughs> so on on the topic of the same, like similar situations in the 80s, there yeah. was a Masters of the Universe animated movie. Okay. That never ended up coming out on physical form. Okay. Like I think you can find it digitally now. Okay, but it was yeah, another. I, I would have known about that. He doesn't die in it. Okay, but they introduce Shira and the Evil Horde and Etheria and all that shit. Okay, so yeah, I've never seen to... it. It's pretty good. I don't think I have. And I was a huge like when I was a kid. I was a huge Masters of the Universe. Fan. Well, it's it turns into a movie about Shira. Oh, uh, okay. But it's cool because you get to meet all of the characters. Those other characters. Right, 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 right. And they're kind of more badass. Well, She-Ra is more badass than he Did you see the new series? I've seen some of them because my daughter's really into it. The first season yeah. is rad. And they have a lot of the same, or they have a couple of um, the same voice actors from this other show on Netflix. But Mark Hamill is Skeletor. Skeletor, yeah. He's yeah. Pretty, yeah. he's a good Skeletor. I, I liked the, the change making it about Tila, but then the oh, second the season singles. they bring he man's actually alive and he takes over the second season. What why can't track listing, there we go. Oh, hey everybody, we are almost six minutes into high riff maneuvers. <laughs> Sleezing two. Sleezing two. <laughs> the unpopular opinion episodes. <laughs> I'm your host Robbie with the most unpopular opinions. I'm Scrimmy. And I'm just a warm body. <laughs> what? Did you just degrade yourself? I don't. I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> no, you uh, you carry this. All right. So, what was this week? Was so um, what was it? It was two albums from our childhood. Yeah, like like early our first albums two albums or, that like grabbed us, or like that we. Yeah, okay. That we remember. Well, yeah, I remember, because I do remember other earlier albums, but I think these were two of the ones that were, like, the first ones I bought with my own money. Oh, because that would be a different story for me, which oh. would be totally fun. Oh, yeah. Totally Because I do remember buying these two albums with my money. Like We've if, got two more episodes, right? No, there's one more, and it's the ladies' episode. Let's do two, two more. Well, we can just start season three. Fine. <laughs> but that's like, that's my first one is I think we should okay. go and the first two albums we ever spent our own money on. Well, that's what I did. That's what I gave you for this week. You didn't tell me that. Okay. This was not transparent, clearly. Perhaps we need to work in our communication. Oh, my God. All I right. talk to you all the time. You know, once. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... So this we is just two childhood records. Two childhood records. I specifically picked like things that I remember very, very clearly in my younger, 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 like four years old, five okay. years old. Okay. So anyway. Do you so these go weren't first? like yours. These were like records that you just knew when you were a kid. That I still listen to. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I guess I should have been more uh clear. When I came up with the topic. <laughs> well, but that's fine. Robbie talked about his adolescence. I was talking about babies. Yeah. And mainly me as a baby's. All right. Uh, so wait, who's going first? You? you go first. Me. With the records you sent me? Yeah. All right. So since I pulled this track listing up, uh, you sent me Bonnie Tyler, Faster Than the Speed of Night. Yeah. And I did not know, I did not recognize Bonnie Tyler. There's a name. whole bunch of songs on there that you would know. And then uh, when I looked it up, I saw a total eclipse of the heart. And I was like, really? Okay. And then it starts off with a, a John Fogarty cover of Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Yeah. Which is, I'm going to go ahead and say, terrible. That that album, I will say that the first half of it should have been the second half. It should have been the deep cuts. I think so. And I think there's like at least two covers. Well, on it. not necessarily because like faster than the speed of night isn't terrible. No, it's like maybe a minute, minute and a half too long. 
but it's not a bad song. Mm-hmm. And that's track two, right? Uh, getting so excited. Actually, I think that's the one that's been stuck in my head. So excited. Yeah, dude. That actually, that track, it's it, like none of this music I enjoy, really. But like that song, it, like it's not bad. I can get into it. I don't think it was really about the music on that as much as like pushing Bonnie Tyler. Because I said there's covers on there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then actually I remember like I texted you uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart, really? Or something like that. And then you said... Um, like, dude, her voice is so metal. It totally is. So then I just started, li- I was like, all right. And I kind of tried to listen to it with those ears, right? Not like shitty pop music from the 80s. And I could totally see her fronting like a Doro. That's exactly. Style. Yeah. Like, and that would be way better than this album. I bet you if I look into it, she must, she was a career singer. She must have done something Something else like that. Yeah. At that'd some be point. Great. And then, yeah, it's so a track four, Total Eclipse of the Heart. It's almost seven minutes long. It's epically long. The title track is six, four, all, again, almost seven minutes. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Lou, what are you I doing? I mean, how long is Master of Puppets? Eight minutes, but it's a masterpiece. These are not. <laughs> like, what? Are you really? Are we comparing those? What? <laughs> kidding. Come on. Am I? I? Are you kidding or are you comparing those? I you pick. What direction are we going? Um, well, no, I mean, like, the songwriters are all over the place on this. So, like, I don't know about cover. Like, people just wrote songs for her, You know what I mean? I want to say Going Through the Motions is also a cover. Oh, Going Through the Motions. Yeah, that one's been in my head. That worm's in there. Uh, it's it's jungle a jungle out, out there. there. That was my jam when I was five years old in my mom's truck. Holy I shit. I don't. Yeah, that one's all right. <laughs> I like when I hear that, like, or just when I see that title, I just think of the uh, the monk theme song. <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. With uh, well, Randy Newman does the theme song. <laughs> it's a normal out, out there. there. Yeah, it's so good. I love Randy Newman. Oh, I sh- oh, I gotta come up with a Randy Newman topic. Make you listen to Randy Newman. <laughs> uh, Tears. That one. That's uh, with Frankie Miller. Whoever the fuck that is. Oh, let's click on his blue. His blue link. <laughs> Scottish rock singer, songwriter, and actor. He's from Glasgow. All right. Uh, Take Me Back. I don't really remember that. Straight from the Heart. I think that one's all right, too. That's a good one. I mean, overall, like, I was I was surprised that I didn't, like, hate this album. It, it's not that bad. And between this and Stranger Things, I've, I've been listening to a lot of 80s women. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. Are, are you are you going down a Kate Bush rabbit hole? No, yet? just that one song. Just that one song. Anybody that says that Kate Bush is their favorite is a fucking liar. All right. Well, what about Max from Stranger Things? Like the fictional character? Could could Kate Bush be her favorite? No. Okay, that's fair. And that's the only song she listens to. That song is three times in one episode. Yeah, parts of it, not the whole way that's through. The new, that song is the new Africa. No, I heard, I saw your post, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, she has to listen to it because it saves her from the... Uh, it's like the only right, song why, that she has down. that's listenable. Oh, really? Okay. She's really, like, avant-garde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her voice is tough. Like, I don't, she's super well, talented, Yeah, but it's crazy. Like I said, I'm not going down a Kate Bush wormhole. It's just that one song. And it's funny because on my Spotify play, like, you know, popular songs that I like now, it goes from like Mortician to Kate Bush to Carcass. And it's like, yeah, nice. that's, that's weird. Sounds about right. But that checks out. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, overall, uh, give it a listen. I would. It's worth it. She does have a metal vocals. She really does. I should look into her catalog to see if she does any like, I don't know, like hard rock stuff. As I like, say, even Tori Amos was in a metal band in the eighties. Well, Tori Amos is pretty metal. She's pretty metal. Even though, like, not her musical output, but like definitely her. Like, yeah, she. I saw her once back in like oh two or oh three, mm-hmm. and it was really awesome. I bet. Did yeah. she have a band, or was it just her? Uh, it was like a three-piece. She had drums and bass. That's still cool. Um, and, She's touring and like with a band right now. Two two pianos. It was pretty yeah. sweet. She would switch back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Playing both. Yep. 
It was good times. I forget it was ah uh, the dude that opened. Ah, uh, he was one of the, he's like one of those like adult can like top forty dudes. Okay. Uh from like back then, I can't remember his name. He was not not a fan. But Rick anyway. Isley. What? Rick Isley. No, no, no. It was like uh, <laughs> no, nah, dude. It was like oh oh two oh three. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Who cares? It doesn't. We were talking about Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. But now. Where are you now? I think she, she's got to be still alive, right? Um, bum, bum, bum. Let's. I'm going to say yes. <coughs> Lou, you can't sit on the oh, microphone. Oh, look at cord. you. You have been catted. Ah, God, this fucking cat. <laughs> Faster than the speed. Wow, that was her fifth album. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right, give me just Bonnie Tyler. Why are we doing this? This is not good content. Why don't you start talking? Because <laughs> we're not done with Bonnie Tyler. I'm pretty sure. I want to know if she's alive. She is. She was born in 1951. Okay. And there's well, there's no death date, so I I'm going to assume she's still Maybe alive. Maybe just nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you don't sing a total eclipse of the heart, and people just check you out. Fair like, enough. No. Uh, oh, she's from Wales, really. So, under genres, it's listed as rock, country, pop, and soft rock. We got to make her a heavy metal album. I think that's what we need to do. That's what we're going to do. Razor burns out. How much is rent? What do I got to pony up? We're going to make, we're going to write and record a heavy metal album. And send it to Bonnie Tyler. And send the tracks to Bonnie Tyler. (laughs) Be like, please, as like your swan song, give the world what they've always wanted. A Bonnie Tyler metal album. Hell yeah. We'll just write a bunch of like whack dudes. Dude, she's been songs. active since 1969. That's pretty impressive. Cool. Is that, is that you? Or is that? Yes. Oh, okay. That's fine. Just... Oh, wait, wait. She had. The Best is Yet to Come came out in 2021. Dude, she's still putting out records. Good for her. Yeah. Bitch is prolific. It's a heartache. Anyway, all right. All um, right, so Robbie. That was, that was just, yeah. Sent me Green Day's Dookie. Okay, I'm not embarrassed about that one. You should, you don't have yeah, to be. I like that album That's a still. good starting point. It's a good record still. Um, I played it at work, and actually the, the whole store ended up going down a Green Day wormhole oh, really? on the radio at the store all day. So they just kept playing all of them. Okay. So everybody was okay with it. Uh, I kind of checked out. It's kind of a perfect warning. album. Kind of a perfect album. Yeah? Dookie? Yeah. I mean, it is. I, I remember. For like, what so, it is, yeah. Uh, senior... Like one, my went to high school in a really like small school. There was like yeah. three hundred kids in our whole school. Okay. And when I was a freshman, I was starting to really like find shit, and like the seniors for some reason would just give me tapes. And that's how I heard L Seven, and how I heard Bikini Kill, and like tons right. of those bands. But uh, one senior gave me a dubbed tape of Green Day Dookie, and I don't even think they had a single this? out yet. Um, like basket case, or yeah. No, I, I want to say Longview was the first single, okay. And uh, as soon as that came out, I was the only kid in my class that had a tape of Green Day. And I am, remember going on like a school field trip, and everybody was borrowing the tape from me and passing it around the bus because Green Day just hit and everybody was into it like right away. Um, again, it's a, it's a perfect record. I mean, I don't have anything really to say about it that anybody doesn't already know it's like kind of like talking about nirvana's nevermind like it's not necessary or the next album that i'm gonna talk about it's fair right it's totally fair yeah 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 it's like the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. um so yeah i mean if you don't know green day's dookie for some reason yeah like go listen to yeah it. you're if you only know Green Day, like, post... then why are you listening to the show? How did you find out about us if you've never heard that? Well, you I met a girl know. once that said she'd never heard of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, like the younger younger generations, it's very it's weird because we don't necessarily think of it as like old, 
But like, but it's it, the, there's a '90s resurgence right now. Yeah, so and also and it's classic like, rock. Granted, like Green Day never went away. Like they've consistently put out albums, I believe. Mm-hmm. Even though I stopped listening to them after Warning. I want to say Warning wasn't good. <clears throat> that was the last one. It was I really bought. boring. I saw him on that tour, and I haven't seen him or listened. I mean, other than like whatever came on the radio in the mid aughts. I heard somebody was saying like that's their Clash album. What I'm Warning? Like, I'm like, yeah, because it's boring. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, I, I but all the ones before that, I Insomniac enjoyed. is good. Was Nimrod's right after good. Nimrod. Yeah, I saw them. They, they were my first concert on the Nimrod tour. Watch, one of those was like almost like a hardcore album. Insomniac. Like was, it, that's the one. Yeah, because what ha- that was the one that came out after Dookie. And what happened was, um, everybody called them sellouts. Oh, you sell out. You're not punk. Blah, blah blah blah. So then they came out and tried to make a harder record to try to prove themselves. But it's like they never sounded like that. Before that, you know what I right. mean? They always were just like that Green Day, silly, like... Pop punk band. Yeah, like, well, it's a pop punk band with sweet fucking bass lines. Mm-hmm. Dude, Mike Durnt is one of the best well, bass players Trey cool ever. one of the raddest drummers. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> not much you can do with punk drums, but he, like... He's really good. He's really good. And he does, like, like I said, I haven't listened to him in 20 years, but... Yeah, he was good. Um... Oh, fuck, I was going to... I had something, and I lost it. Well, find it, because I need to smoke this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 I remember when Insomniac came out, because um, it was when you like got a record and you invited people to hear it, you know? And from where I live, there's no record stores. Well, yeah, because like, CDs were like 20 bucks. Yeah. So like one, it's like, oh, what are you getting? Okay, I'm not going to get that. So there was two punk kids that lived like way out in the sticks. And they were like, hey, you should come over. We got the new Green Day record. We'll get high and listen to it. I'm like, hell yeah. So we <clears throat> put it in his, their parents. Uh, there's these two twin punk kids I would play in a band with in high school. One of them <laughs> is the bass player for like Slick Brick now. Cool Keith. Something like really? that. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's like a pro bass player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a session dude? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hired gun. Hired gun guy. Like it. But, um, which is really cool, some of the shit that he's gotten to do over the years. But anyway, so <clears throat> they invite us over. It's like five or six of us sitting around their parents' like living room with the stereo pump, and they pop it in, and it was like, holy shit, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah, it's like a heavier... It, right out of the gate. For Green Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's my story yeah, about Insomniac. Yeah. I actually don't remember any of the songs on it. I just remember that one experience. On Insomniac? Yeah. Well, like, I think the big the big hit was uh, Brain Stew. Oh, that was on that one? Yeah, da-da-da. Yeah. Da-da-da. Yeah. The second part of that song is pretty cool. That's the second. That's a different song. Jaded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put them together when they released it as a single and yeah. as like uh, a music video. Because who else? Like some bands used to do that back in the day, like back in the seventies. Well, I feel like that song doesn't change ever. It's the same four no. chords through yeah. the whole thing. It's just louder, quieter, louder, quieter. Well, yeah, on the chorus, he does that scratching in between the the riffs. Yeah, and then yeah, the drum like Trey Cool hits the fucking mm-hmm. open hi hat <laughs> instead of. Hey. A- but yeah <clears throat> so yeah all right green day dookie speaking perfect of uh record. perfect records that you don't really have to talk about sure uh scrimmy's second album that they sent me was uh led zeppelin four yeah. or led zeppelin zoso which self-titled I think, or whatever the fuck well they had like at that point it would have been their fourth self-titled correct because they had led zeppelin one two, one, two and three, and three. And then I think Zoso is called Zoso, but everybody kind of called it Led Zeppelin Four because they had well, just was, been doing it. It was that. based off of what the symbols resembled, as and people started calling it that because it uh, looked okay. like letters, right, right. Because um, I think it was kind of like a Prince thing. Uh, it's like a symbol was his name, and then Led Zeppelin put out that record. I think it was just supposed to be something like that, like whatever you want to call it. Okay. Even though Zeppelin did that way before Prince. Totally. Okay. That's what I'm saying in like similarity. Same uh, vein, that same vein. Sure. Yeah. Word. Uh, So anyway, yeah, it is. It is a perfect record. Uh, It was also probably one of the early. Well, mm, no, I think I got that one like later when I was in like eighth, like seventh, eighth grade. 
is when I started getting into Led Zeppelin, like intentionally. I never got into them, but it was around. Okay. That particular record. Yeah, that record. My mom had everywhere. Didn't, didn't have a big record collection, but what she had yeah. was like the meat and potatoes, like I, I, of seventies rock more, and roll. She was like a I would call her a casual music, music fan. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had like Led Zeppelin Four, ACDC, Back in Black, Dark Side of the Moon, and The Wall. Right. Um. Ah, there. The first Steely Dan record. Like the big hitters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did have good shit. Frampton was, comes alive. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> freaking a child, so I don't know any better. Oh, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. listening to exactly. Paul Abdul on the radio thinking it was awesome. Because it was. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I had several sisters and New Kids on the Block was on the radar. That was but never anyway, awesome. <laughs> Led Zeppelin Four was always there, and I can hear that. That during Black Dog's my favorite song of all time, first song. Okay. And there's a little noise that happens in the beginning of it. Okay. It's just like a delay. It's just a guitar. It just goes, jung, 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 jung. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I can hear that from a mile away, and I'll stop what I'm doing because I'm ready for it. It's going to rock. That song fucking rips. Yeah. No, I pretty much the whole album rips. They're all bangers. It's not a bad song. Uh, I've seen Heart a few times, and they <coughs> crush those covers. Their encores are always Led Zeppelin songs. And they're every time I've seen them, better than Led Zeppelin. <laughs> when they did that, there was a thing. I think it was for Obama or something. And okay. They played Stairway to Heaven with Jason Bonham. Oh, really? And they had a whole choir. Oh. And I cried. So, and it shows like. John Paul Jones and Jimmy Page and Robert Plant are also in the audience. Yeah, and you yeah. can see Robert Plant's crying. Okay. Watching it. Well, I don't know. Like, I have seen, like, tributes and stuff where Hart performs and Robert Plant is in the audience. I don't know if it's that one or there's other ones. That might whatever. be the one. But um, it was from, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, it's from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not well, a long time ago, but a while ago. But they... Uh, I say I've seen him do rock and roll, Stairway to Heaven, Battle Forevermore. Yeah. And like I said, all three times I've seen them, they always ended with Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah. So yeah. hell yeah. Hart kinda like the the American female friend of Led Zeppelin. They're the opinion. female version of Led Zeppelin. They are. Well, that's what they were called actually in the in the seventies. I believe it. Yeah. And then like the eighties came around and they did what a lot of people and did Ann in the eighties. Who just turned 72. Yes. But three days ago. Happy birthday. Belated. Well, Belated. when this comes out, it'll be months it'll ago. It'll be months ago. But whatever. <laughs> it's always Ann Wilson's birthday in my world. <laughs> All right. And she can still sing. I'm sure, yeah. Robert Plant. I don't know. Well, I don't he know. He can sing. He just sounds. He can't hit those notes He can't anymore. hit those notes. Ann Wilson can. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. That's cool. Always good. One time I saw Hart, I uh, was probably in 2000 or 2001, and the band they had was Killer. Okay. Their bass player was Mike Inez from Alice in Chains. Okay. And their their guitar player was. Uh, well, they were recording. Gilby like, Clark, who they used to play with Guns N' Roses. Alice in Chains EP. Or it was done at their studio, and like Ann Wilson does guest vocals. Probably. At, on, on uh, I think it's the Jar. Jarflies Jarflies. So, yeah. yeah, I listened to that a bunch recently. That's my favorite Alice in Chains record. I don't really is she about on that, that one? I don't think so. All right, then it wasn't that one though. <laughs> anyway, that's a great ahead. one. Barely an EP. It's like eight songs long. Six. It, I think it's more. Pretty sure. It's six. I know there's an instrumental on there too. But also, this is back in the '90s when a an album had to be like 15 tracks long yep. all of a sudden because you had 80 minutes. Yep. On CDs. Oh, it's like what was it metallica's load was the first album that's what you told me to hit the end yeah i don't i don't know if that's true i have never fact checked that i think it is i don't care (laughs) (laughs) i still don't care all right led zeppelin 4 listen to it if you haven't if you haven't if you've been living under a rock since the day you've been born i kind of don't care how old you are yeah (laughs) like listen to it it appeals to everybody and it's great (laughs) Babies and boomers. And, I mean, it came out in, what, 71, I think? Is it really that old? 
I'm pretty sure it came for out like, like a time period like that for something to come out. Must have been like, what the fuck? Like, like same thing with Black Sabbath. Actually, uh, can you imagine no. being a kid oh. and growing up? Because you're going through the Beatles at that point. Your rock and yeah. roll is less than you know 20 years old yeah, at that yeah, yeah. point, and yeah. fucking Black Sabbath comes out. Can you right. imagine like. What if you would well, you have been into it? Gee, I, am I the same person I am now? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things. That it's so like if different. I had the same personality where I'm just kind of a depressed mer kind of person. Yeah, I would have been because that was all like that was a lot of their fans. It was like the loudest thing that ever came out. You know what I mean? Like I right think the away, who, the Who was louder. The Who it's sonically louder. Yeah, but like I don't like the Who. By the way, I couldn't care less. Yeah, okay. Quadrophenia is pretty awesome. Whatever. Yeah. I like Boris the Spider. It's a pretty good song. <laughs> like Bellboy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Let's have four. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So here's the thing. Like, when, when Zoso came out, though, like, I've heard on interviews and stuff where uh, people were like, you know, when they were playing those songs on tour, like, they'd play a new song or whatever. Um, there it is. A lot of people were just like, yeah, play a whole lot of love. <laughs> like, they just, like, because they were already an established band by the time 4 came out. Well, they know? were established musicians before Led before Zeppelin. Before they were even that, together. Like, I don't I, think Led Zeppelin well, was think... supposed to become what it became. Um, I think it was just like, we're professional musicians. We need to put out records. Here's a new band. I don't know. Was Bonham a fucking dude? They, I think he they all even, were. He didn't even start playing drums till he, until he was like 17. I don't know. But either way. But I know, like, yeah, everybody else, they were Jimmy all. Jimmy Page had been a professional musician since he was like 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in the Yardbirds. And he, was, he was doing TV shit when he was a child. That's crazy. There's so he's never had a real job. playing in like a huh? skiffle band. Yeah, he's never had a real job. Fuck that guy. Anyway. Music's not a real job, kids, just so you know. I mean, it's a job, but. Give up your dreams, or you're gonna end up you running a pizza joint and working yeah. in a music store. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, that, <sighs> that got dark. <laughs> Thanks, Grammy. It's all good. No, it's not. You have a pizza time tattoo. I do, because it's always that. pizza time. <laughs> but you know what? Like so, I, for the rest of my life, I will always love pizza. So it's fair. I do love pizza. Yeah, most people do. I'm so happy my kids love pizza. <laughs> Makes it easier. Um. All right, last so, record. I'm last, not proud of it. There's nothing, dude. So, Although, you know what? I I probably should go back and listen to this one because I don't think their first album's that bad, is it? It's also not that good. Well, no. But for, okay, so Robbie sent me <laughs> corn. the first corn album. Corn. Which I was in sixth grade. All right. Give me a break. It's, I'm not giving you any shit. I don't. I'm giving myself shit. <laughs> I didn't know any better. Myself personally had no interest in corn when corn came out because you were old enough to know better. No, I just and didn't you also like it. had other interests. Yeah, I just didn't like it. Uh-huh. I I mean I didn't like how it sounded and I didn't like how Jonathan Davis's voice sounded. Um, didn't know anything about like the message that he was trying to put across. I just didn't like it. And all the kids that did like it. I didn't like those people. It was all like the jerk kids were into it. The mean yeah. skater kids I ran and then into like that. the kids who like to fight. I ran into that a couple years later when I got like into high school and I saw because by the time I was in ninth grade, I pretty much had stopped listening to corn and that like I was over new metal because when I was in eighth grade, somebody introduced me to like hardcore. I was like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. And so, like, yeah, and uh, so yeah, definitely in high school, the people who liked Corn and Slipknot and Limp Biscuit did not like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And the other shitty thing is a lot of those same people, for some reason, liked Typo Negative, and because of that, I never listened to Typo Negative until I was like in my thirties. Fair enough. What do you think of Typo Negative? I actually enjoy them. And I'm like, man, I wish I would have listened to these guys back in high school. I, I did. I'm acid a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my go-tos. October Rust. 
Because there's so much going on in a lot of their recordings that, like, yeah. I like how they troll constantly. Dude, like, their number one single ever is just trolling to their fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, hilarious. they would do shit on their albums. Like, yeah. Little Easter eggs. And, yeah, like, yeah, one yeah. of their albums covers is a close-up photo of an asshole. That's cool. I want to say it's Origin of the Feces. That makes sense. And it's a really, really close-up picture of an asshole. Of a butt. And then there's another really, really close-up photo of Peter Steele's dick inside somebody. Weird. Yep. And there's one song where it sounds like it's either like the CD skipping or the, like a tape gets eaten. Yeah. So when you're listening to it, it sounds like it's fucked up. <laughs> and on October Rust, there's a song in there called Bad Ground. Yep. And it just goes... It's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't get it forever. Oh, really? No. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, typo negative. Uh, uh, yeah. No. There. We should. We should do a typo episode sometime. We could. Uh, yeah. But we're talking about corn. Yeah. yeah so, we are. um, I didn't listen to it. Oh, you said you might, but okay. I I, I tried to a couple of times. Oh, I just wasn't fair. in the headspace for it. Yeah, it's tough. But I did try. Like, a couple nights ago, I was just laying in bed, getting wicked baked, and I'm trying to find something to listen to, and I pulled up corn on my Spotify, and I'm like, I don't think I have it in me. But then I saw that they put out a new album yeah. in 2022, and I did not oh, know that. Okay. I was like, fuck it. Oh, you listen to that one? I listened to that instead. <laughs> because, so they put out That can't be good. Right after John Davis's wife died, they put out another- I thought it was his wife. Well, she, now she's the ex-wife. Well, no, it was like an estranged. They were separated and shit. They what? They weren't like. I, I'm pretty sure it was his ex-wife. But may, if they were married, it, they weren't like together. Okay. Either way. Anyway, they put I'm out a record right after that, that happened. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. It's called the Nothing. <laughs> it's what? So heavy. I'm not. Not well. Yeah, that's the thing about like. My sixth grade brain, when that first record came out, that was like probably the heaviest thing I had heard at that point. You know what I mean? It sounds so involved. Ugh. It's really good. And there's the new a, record. The the nothing, the the last one. Yeah, the new one. No, there's no the one I was just talking about. Okay, where his wife had died, and they right. put out a record like real close after that. Okay, and that one's good. It's really good. Okay, and it ends weird. And then they just put out another new they one. They just put out another new one. Okay, and I listened to that the other night. It's <laughs> really fucking good. It's really good. Like I'm not gonna buy it because I don't really care about corn that much. <laughs> but I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take wow. a peek, and I ended up listening to the whole thing. Wow. All the way through, one sitting, and I was just, like, sucked right in. Is it is it that much different from, like, what they were doing in, like, 2000? Better songwriting. Okay. Way better songwriting. I They've found, like, their actual stride over the past couple, I think. The songwriting is really strong. <laughs> it's got riffs for days. It sounds like corn. Like okay, let's see. That's where uh, John Davis's like voice adapts has... to on every record. Okay, he does do the <laughs> shit on he the last song. Oh god! And I, I was like, yeah, he totally did. I was like, oh, we're not gonna get that. That's fine. <laughs> and he just <laughs> like. I, the last song. Wow. And I was like, and I think it's towards the end of this the song. And I'm like, well, we made it this far. Fuck it. Wow. And it's good. So first corn record. I, I'm familiar <laughs> with the whole thing. Um, I didn't get into them until the second album. Oh, Life is Peachy. Which is so grimy and dark and kind of <laughs> gross in points. Yes. Um, like, it just sounds uncomfortable. Okay. Um, except for the stupid cover of Lowrider, which is so unnecessary. But they did do a cover of Ice Cube's Wicked, which is with Chino, which right. is fucking rad. Eh. It, that song. So yeah. I wasn't into Corn at all when they first came out. Okay. And then they even put they put a song out on the second Crow soundtrack, which I love. Okay. Hated that song. 
<laughs> that they put on it. And then I had a fight with some, I think I had told you about how I used to, me and some friends used to scam dimes all day in school so we could go buy weed. We would be like, okay. we, a group of us would walk around school all day asking people for dimes for the payphone. And then at the end of the day, we'd pool our money together and like put 50 cents into the gas tank. Can you imagine? And drive to two towns over to drop the rest of the dimes on this kid's coffee table. And he would just give us weed. And we'd go drive around, listen to music, getting baked. And uh, Sounds good. These kids were like, we're going to put on corn. And, like, oh, and they <laughs> put on the song, Good God. Whoa. That okay. song, fucking evil. <laughs> it's so good. Never heard anything like that before. And uh. then I got into it. And then the second, the third record was way too poly. Yeah, okay, we're we're yawning at me now. We can stop talking. Well, no, that's like when I that's when I checked out. I was saying, that's, yeah, that's when I was done with them. And, and then I, I did a deep dive like five years ago. I was like, fuck it, and then I was like, some of these records are pretty good uh, for you know a band I'm not into. I was like, uh, I feel the same way about like Pantera. I don't give a shit about Pantera, but I know all of their music. I know their fucking lore. <laughs> their lore. I, 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 I understand what it is, and I can tell you like the differences between all of their albums. Okay. I, I had a conversation at, <laughs> with a guy at work about this the other day. But anyway. Yeah. I don't Alice in Chains, same thing. I don't care about Don't Pantera. care about Alice in Chains, but I can tell you their catalog and like what every album sounds like. Yeah, and their yeah. lore. I like Alice in Chains. Take it or leave it. Yeah. All of those bands. I All know. of them. I didn't really get into any of them. All right. So, yeah. What else? I don't know. I've had a really bad day. Oh. And I don't think it's necessary to talk about it. No, that's fine. We don't have to. I didn't ask you to. <laughs> one, a, one disappointment after the other. Well, I'm sorry. And here I'm, we are. Hopefully I'm not. One of those. No, not at all. This is probably the best part of my day. And oh, that's, when that's we're good. done with this, I'm going to go have more bad part of my day. <laughs> you want me to go with you? No, this will uh -huh. be fine. Got to go do a thing that I don't want to do. Oh. Wah. Story of my life. Remember, kids, don't follow your dreams. <laughs> You'll have less of this to do. All right? Don't let your hobbies turn into your career. It's well, not fun anymore. <laughs> it's not a career if you're not paying bills. I paid my bills with my music at one point. At one point. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Right. I don't even try. So it's a hobby. It is a hobby. Right. I just It is my job, actually. Music is my job. Well, because you work at a music store. Yeah. yeah. So it's all there. I was, a, I was a booker and promoter for years. That was how I made my living. All right. Not as a greasy promoter, by the way. I never made anybody pay to play. I picked accordingly. Did a good job. Fuck everything. Yeah, amateur hour shit. All right, you're mumbling. I am mumbling. You're the only one with headphones, and Bitter, you're mumbling. Angry. All right. So yeah, I don't have any Chris Barnes news this week. Um, oh, I went to see the dwarves. The other night, yeah, I saw that posting. Yeah. That was fun. That's I had cool. a good time. Um, <laughs> with the queers, it was the queers and a band called the Jasons. Okay, were the were one of the openers. There was uh, I can't remember the opener opener, but I remember the singer from uh, I think she's from Rhode Island. I played with her at a festival twelve years ago. Anyway, Anyhow. so the second band was this band called the Jasons, who yep. I've been following on social media for a really long time, and I know some people that really, really like that band, and I like, they're, I like what they're about, and I like some of their f songs. It's fun. So they are a horror-themed pop punk band, but it's all based around Friday the Thirteenth. Right. So everybody in the band has Jason masks, but they all have a different one from a different different movie. movie yeah. So like the bass player has Do they the, do they have different like Jason outfits? No, they all look like uh Jews Priest. Okay. They all, they're all fucking leather leathered chaps out. and yeah, like yeah Jason le leathered mask. out with chains <laughs> and shit. Spikes. Yeah. Nice. Um 
And uh, but he like the bass player had the mask from three, and his name in the band is Jason 3D. The drummer had the mask from part seven, and then the singer had five, and I want to say the guitar player had like six. Okay, there was no Jason X, and apparently they used to have their old lead guitar player used to wear the the sack. Or if they have fill-in guitar oh, players for like, tour, they get the What was the that, sack. like four or whatever? Two. Two? It was okay. pre-hockey mask. Gotcha. But anyways, I got I didn't know the Jasons were on the bill, so when I got there, I was like, oh, shit. Bonus. Fuck yeah. They're huge humans that I would not fuck with. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they all look like they could play Jason? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the drummer was a little scrawny dude, but like that bass player could fuck you up. And their their lead singer guy, very unassumingly large person that looks like if he threw a punch at you, would probably take half of your fucking head off. <laughs> and he didn't give a fuck with that crowd. Like That's it, funny. they were they are owning it. It was really they were good. I nice. quite enjoyed that. The then dwarves came on. And Dwarves has always kind of had a rotating cast of characters within the band. Yeah, it's just like, uh, who's the main guy? It's, Black. Uh, Black. Yeah. And, uh, and then everybody else is yeah. just whatever. So, you know, I didn't know who was going to play with him. It was three dudes that I didn't have any other. The bass player was rocking. Okay. But uh, that dude, Black, looked like he was having more fun than the entire audience. He was oh, really? laughing at himself. It was oh, yeah. so fun. I had a friend out in Oregon who was a big uh, black fan and was just like, he, he would like, I think he went and saw him at like a coffee shop, like when he, he would do like acoustic sets yeah. and shit, yep. right? And then like for like weeks and weeks and weeks, whenever I got into his car, he'd be like, oh, listen, to this. I found this online the other day. And it would just be like acoustic performances of like really ridiculous <sighs> Like, well-written. Like, some of the songs were well-written, but it's just, like, the subject matter and shit. It's like, dude, why are you saying that? Like, like, um, oh, fuck, I can't remember. Well, he played, what, the, one of the, he was doing a Let's Get High and Fuck Some Sluts. I know he was okay. doing that acoustic for a while. Well, um, who's the, um, I'm so embarrassed. That, uh, the girl who, uh, like, the Jewish survivor or like the journal or whatever oh uh and frank yeah and frank so fucking hot you make me come like like yeah like he had whole songs about like wanting to fuck and frank like it was just really wow yeah <laughs> i mean not surprising no but you're like, not but like when you hear it you're like holy shit <laughs> i mean he's definitely what was it when they they played let's fuck they played um oh what the fuck young and good looking Okay. Um, they played Let's Fuck, and I don't remember the last time I played that song or listened to it. I'm like, oh, shit, this is very problematic. Because he was just using, like, old childish, like, nursery rhyme-type perverted poetry that we right. would learn as children. Yeah. So, like, one of the lines is old enough to peace, he's old enough for me. Right, right, like right, that. right. Yeah, it's all those, like, shitty, not... Funny You're jokes. made of rubber, I'm made of glue, I want to stick my dick inside you. <laughs> yeah, <That's> like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It's very, uh, if you, if you get away with it in 2022, it's because you're over 60 years old and you don't, you legit don't know any better and nobody else cares. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Like, I'm guessing most of the people at that show didn't care. That no, you, they were you know having a blast. I mean? They're all, in, yeah, exactly. Everybody, there was, no fucking violent shit. Like right, one right, right. drunk girl, like got in someone's face, and it's always a drunk. Yeah, girl. but everybody else was there having a fucking good time. Right. So I quite enjoyed the Some they had. I, uh, he who should not remain be named wasn't there. Okay. Which is like one of their guitar players who gets naked and wears a luchador mask, and he's like a regular. He oh, wasn't like there how he for plays? the show. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he wasn't there, but somebody did that. Did that. <laughs> And it, I'm pretty sure it was the guitar player from the Queers that night. Okay. Um, but all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, tall, lanky, skinny, weird-looking person in a little tiny, tiny Speedo 
And a luchador mask comes out of nowhere. And we're like... It's just running around the crowd? Running around on the stage. Oh, fucking okay. up everybody's day. This, making it a security guard nightmare. It was so funny. Like it wasn't part it of the was show? It was like chasing a greased pig. It was like this kid was just relentless. And like was not letting the security like get him down. Get him off wasn't the stage, happening. Yeah. So he's jumping on the drums and jumping over the drums. And then he jumps on top of the bass amp. And security's like after this guy and like he just jumps up and plank oh yeah okay and this guy's like hanging from a pipe on the ceiling way up all of a sudden and uh, the security guards are like trying to pull this guy down by his ankles and he's just <laughs> not letting go and he's like not giving in and eventually like gets free and swings his body over the security guards behind their backs and just fucking books it and then like all the security guards are getting pissed at this point. And then all of a sudden fucking Blag just sees me and gestures that he's going to use my shoulder to like jump off stage and yeah, yeah. fucking book it. <laughs> and that's what happened. He also pointed right at me and saying, Everybody's girl and I'm like, Yeah, what's up? It was very cute. Uh, but yeah, the dwarves were fucking awesome. Ugh. Like it wasn't as wild as I thought it was gonna be because I was kind of like prepared to That's like still pretty wild. Keep though. keep my you know watch out right, for right, something right. getting hit somewhere, or you know getting peed right. on or something. Ugh. But uh, and then queers go on. They were the headliners. Yeah. Okay. So boring. Was it? They're so boring. Okay. First off, it, like it's usually a trio with Joe Queer playing guitar and singing. Wasn't that? He's just fronting the band this time. Yeah, I saw and that. it just has no fucking stage presence. Um, I got uh, Wimpy came out and did two songs with him towards the end, which I kind of expected because he was standing right behind me the whole time. <laughs> um, and he did his thing, like they played "Kicked Out of the Weebelows and the and this place sucked. And then okay. that was supposed to be the end of the set. And then they came out, did an encore, which was like five or six more songs that I didn't know. And I didn't care. I, I didn't care at all. But I, I do have a, a fun queer story. Ooh. So my first show with Losers Fight It, pre-Robbie, uh, we were opening up for the Queers in. and the Jabbers. was oh, my really? first show with the band. Like, first real one. We played a right. party once. Right, right, right. But uh, Phil didn't... I didn't either he didn't have... His, he had a little shitty bass amp at the time, and we just decided to wing it and not show up with a bass amp, and hopefully somebody would let us borrow one. And they didn't. No, the Queers did. Oh, okay. Um so, but and it turned like it. Somebody had spray painted on the front of the bass amp. It said, "Phil's amp" or something, or like this is Phil. That's not good. It wasn't our Phil. It uh, was the name of their bass player. Oh, really? Also, oh, okay. So it worked out. It was funny. Okay. So, uh, we play. Uh, Johnny Earthquake played first, and then we played, and then the Johnny Jabbers, <laughs> and then uh, Johnny Earthquake was in my band for a while, a couple nice. times, but uh. Um, awesome dude, super talented. Been around forever. Been around forever. Good New fan. Hampshire staple. But uh, and then uh, the queers went on, and we were all like, "So you guys want to go?" <laughs> you just bounced. Yeah, out. so we borrowed their shit and didn't watch them play. <laughs> That's my story. So I never got to see the queers, ever. But I played with them, and I didn't get to see the queers. <laughs> 